Get ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM, featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, you just got Daryl rolling a solo tonight. And, uh, man, I'm telling you, it's a, it's a great weekend of sports. Wow, Tiger Woods, like, he is back. You know, I don't think I'm talking about a back problem anymore. I'm talking about he is back. We look like we find the old Tiger Woods. I can't wait for us to get in a little bit of that this weekend, this this week in the world of sports on Sports Info UM. Anybody want to give us a call? Our call-in number is 888-346-9144. 888 888- Three four six nine one four four. Well, this week I got my grandson with me. He's on spring break, and I'm hanging out with him. Man, we had a great time yesterday. It's went to the bowling alley, which was a is a popular thing in my town. And uh, Home Depot had the whole thing rented out yesterday. All the lanes couldn't couldn't get one lane of bowling because Home Depot had a big party there yesterday. And you know you can't. Can't um, be mad at Home Depot for spending money in my bowling alley in my little town here in Palm Coast, Florida. So um, really happy that 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 they were sold out. But my grandson wasn't. Trust me, he was hot. So we went to the park instead. Um, I gave him my basketball that I bought for him the last time when he was here. So we had to do it again, buy another basketball so we could go play basketball. But this time I'm writing my name on this ball. I've already given him two, and I'm not giving him giving up this one. This is time for his father to start buying these basketball or something. Come on, man. Hey, but anyways, um, they had a zip line at the park. And, man, the zip line is actually about 40 yards long. Uh, I don't think it's too, it's not big enough for grown-ups, but kids look like they're having a lot of fun on it. My grandson had a blast. I mean, he had a blast. So we did that about 12 times. My back is still a little sore for pushing him because he wanted to go faster and faster. But hey, let's get into this world of sports, guys. Um, you know, over the weekend, we started the March Madness, and what a madness it has been. You know, I mean, it was some real big upsets over the weekend, but we still find this, we still seem to find some of these same old faithfuls back in the Sweet 16. And I'm talking about Kentucky, uh, Villanova, uh, Kansas, um, hey, well, uh, um, another one, uh, Gonzaga, they've been being in there for a while lately, but some of the teams that we've been used to seeing, uh, we've been um, expecting to see North Carolina, a no-show this year in the March Madness. Um, that's a big blow uh, for, for um, North Carolina. Uh, so uh, Michigan State, we expected to see them this year in the March Madness. No Michigan State. Purdue, number two um, in the Eastern uh, Conference, in the Eastern side of the, the, of the bracket, didn't show up. So... Um, I, I take that back. Uh, Purdue is in the in the Sweet 16. Texas Tech is in the Sweet 16 as well. West Virginia, they rolling and holding it on in the Sweet 16, and they're ranked number five. Villanova is the number one ranked team in the um, in the East, and uh, Kansas 
was the number one ranked team in the Midwest. Kansas is coming out of there as that number one seed. Um, Clemson is coming out the number five seed. Uh, Michigan State, I was saying, didn't didn't make it at number three, but Duke did make it the number two seed, and Syracuse is in there. So you know, you know, it's like I said, some of these teams are they almost like how do you, how how do we always see them there, and they appear to always be there. Duke, Syracuse, and and I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw Villanova in there as well, and Kansas, but on the south in the bracket. Kentucky, you know, um, every time Kentucky hits the floor, they have a chance to win it all because you know they have five of the best players uh, in the nation um, signing up with them every year. If not five, at least two or three of the best players in the nation are going to go and play at Kentucky. That's a given. You know, but Loyola, Chicago, they're in the Sweet 16, beat Tennessee, the third seed. You know, this is a, this you know, Loyola, they've been coming up, but this is not a team that we expect to do a whole lot. Uh, but, however, they're playing Nevada, a seven seed. So we got 11 seed playing a seven seed, and Cincinnati was a three seed and got beat by Nevada in a close game, 75-73. But, you know, that's, that's, that's going to be a, a, a good game. But I really think the matchup between between Kansas and Kentucky is probably going to definitely take that. And I'm sure um, Kentucky is probably, I'm not going to say they're licking their chops, but I think Kentucky has a nice chance of coming out of those four teams. And um, we're seeing them in the Final Four um, next week. I definitely think Kentucky has a nice shot. However, Florida State and Gonzaga, you know, um, I was looking at the Florida State game because I'm from Florida, and that's one of the teams that they, that I really wanted to see win and be successful and represent my state. Um, and Leonard Hamilton has uh, has coached at the University of Miami and coached the uh, Chicago Wizards, no, the, the Washington Wizards, and he has some uh, pedigree. I, I really like Leonard Hamilton. A lot of people don't like him. They, he has a uh, a lot of people in Florida say he can't win the big one, can't win the big game. So. I think that um, this is a, a big challenge for Florida State. Um, they had a big challenge on, um, I think it was Sunday night, beating Xavier, the number one team, number one ranked team um, in the South uh, Division. So, But they play Gonzaga this week. I really think this is going to be a good test. And I think the winner out of that Gonzaga-Florida State game um, is probably going to go ahead and take this thing. And a lot of people have Michigan, uh, Michigan beat Houston over the weekend by two points, 64-62. And Texas A&M beat North Carolina, blew them out, 86-65. Now, I saw Texas A&M play a few times this year, and um, they play an aggressive style up and down the court pretty quickly. Um, they like to run and gun. So, you know, it wouldn't be surprising to see Texas A&M come out of there and win. But either Florida State or Texas A&M would be a real refreshing. Um, I think it'd be refreshing to see two teams that haven't been there in a good while to uh, to step up and um and, and and be there. You know, they really know. I guess when we look at it now, who who is the Cinderella team now? Is it the Kansas State, the ninth ranked team, um, or is it Syracuse? 
the 11th seed. Well, I don't think Syracuse is ever a, a, a Cinderella because they've been there. They've done it so many times in the past. So we can't, we definitely can't call uh, Syracuse a Cinderella team. But Texas A&M is a seventh seed. And I guess the two, the two, um, the two Cinderella's would probably be um, Loyola, Chicago, or Nevada. Um, those teams, you know, that's just teams we just haven't heard about being um, one being in the elite teams of basketball. But all of these other teams, uh, we we you know they have serious pedigree of basketball. Clemson hasn't been there, but we know um, that that's a you know they're in the SEC, no the ACC, and they and they're playing some top quality opponents every night and be um, be a fifth seed coming out of ACC. So I, I think that's you know that's they're a formidable opponent for anybody and uh, let's look at where some of these regions are though um kentucky and kansas will play in atlanta and the uh laola and chicago laola chicago and nevada will be playing in atlanta florida state and gonzaga will be playing in los angeles not a bad place to go and play and be there for about a week and michigan and texas a&m will be will also be playing in los angeles um, Villanova will be playing West Virginia, which will probably be a very good game, very good game, in San Antonio, Texas. And Texas A&M will play Purdue. The two and the three will play a very good game. It should be a very good game in Texas, in San Antonio, Texas. And the final game will be Kansas and Clemson and Syracuse and Duke. That Syracuse and Duke game is the late is the last game. It'll be a seven thirty game on um on the twenty third. That should be uh getting my days mixed up. Hey, we got um we got Reggie on the line. Reggie, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, Daryl? Oh, loving life, man. Loving this life I got. Every second of it. What's happening with you, brother? Yeah, I uh, hear you talking about the NCAA tournament. I wanted to comment on that, and I just wanted to say this might be something a lot of hurricanes will be disappointed that I say, but I got to say it. I'm pulling for Florida State basketball. <laughs> and the only reason I'm pulling for Florida State is because of Coach Leonard Hamilton, who was once upon a time uh, Miami's head coach, and he just, I had an opportunity to meet Coach Hamilton when he was there at Miami. He's just he's just a great guy, and I, I just I just hope that he can prevail and he can do well, go as far as he possibly can in the tournament. Cause simply because of Coach Hamilton. I feel you, Reggie, and I'm yeah, I'm pulling yeah. for Florida State too. I'm pulling for Hello? Florida State, Reggie. I'm pulling for Hello? Florida State too. I think they have a great program. I'm really excited about what they're doing down there, uh, oh, up there in Florida State. So I'm excited. Hello. Yeah, we we still with you. We hear you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just. I just. I just. I, 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 my heart goes out for Coach Hamilton. He, like I said, I had an opportunity to meet him, and you know, and uh, he's just a humble guy. He's a very humble guy. And he's a good coach too, man. You know, Michael Jordan chose Coach Hamilton to coach the uh, uh, the Washington Wizards when he when he bought when he um, took um, took part of ownership of that team. 
right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, spirit, you know, I guess Mike saw the same thing that a lot of other people saw, see in Coach Hamilton, and that, that you know, not only is he a good guy, he's, he's an excellent coach. He knows the game of basketball, and uh, he's been getting close. He, he he does well every year, but it's just he just hadn't had that breakthrough that that he needs to have in order to get to that championship game. And hopefully this will be the year for him. But they played well. They beat the number one team, uh, uh, one number one seed in, in that in that uh, division. So. Hopefully he can. Uh, I think I, I forgot who they play next, but it's a tough. It's a tough team that they facing next. Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Yeah, yeah. Which is another powerhouse when it comes to college basketball. Yeah, they are a powerhouse in college basketball. They were the four seed. What you think about Coach Hamilton playing so many guys? You know, they said he played eleven guys. That's a lot of guys to be playing, especially when you start looking at a lot of these teams like Syracuse. Only, they probably only going to play eight, like six or seven. There's only eighteen on the, uh, I think on the, um, on the on the uh, sideline uh, that's 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 active. I, if I'm not strong, because I was watching the ESPN interview this uh, this morning, and he was saying something in the interview about he could see the confidence in the players when they were when they were down, and they were saying like. 18 strong, 18 strong. So if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's a, it's a total of 18 guys at a time. But to play 11, that's a, that means only seven guys didn't play, and you only have five guys on the court at one time. So that's that's a that's 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 well, I guess that's a 17 plus one. I, I, it could be uh, Reggie, and um, but it's it's working for Florida State. You know, they're in the Sweet 16. Come on, man! Um, just a couple rounds away from playing for the for the national championship, I think that's a, I think that's a great thing, you know. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a, just by just even if he was to reach, even if he wasn't to get any further at this point, he's done a, he's done a wonderful job because you know how many teams go. I think it's over what three hundred teams. Yeah. Uh, 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 something that that's trying to get down to that final four, you know. And he, but you can only have one champion. But just to make it to the Sweet Sixteen, I guess that's why they named it Sweet. Cause if you get in that sixteen, that's sweet. That's sweet. That is sweet. Yeah. It was very yeah. sweet. Yeah. Hey, now uh, what you think about? Uh, you know, we we know Kyler Perry. Kentucky's gonna be there. And, and you never know if, if they get on a hot streak, a good shooting streak, they could take this thing all the way. We we know that, and uh, and we and we also know that um, Syracuse, Syracuse, and Coach Vivano, now they they could they could do some things too. You know, yeah, yeah. So that was a, they they played a wonderful game. That was a major upset. Uh, Michigan State, I think Michigan State was number three seed. Oh yeah, they were the three seed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was an upset. You know, there's been upsets. Oh, I couldn't believe the Virginia game. I didn't see it, but my cousin told me they got beat by 20 points by a non, a no-name team that you know, not a a known team, and that was surprising to me because uh, they were, I think, if I'm not mistaken, a number one seed. Yeah, they were. 
They were number well, hey, Florida State be the number one seed. And you know, I said Coach Lavano, and God bless his soul. This Coach Jim Beheim of Syracuse, you know, he caught a lot of heat about a lot of things early in the season. He he's even gone through some suspensions himself. But to see right, his team right. in this position is is it has to be a a, a real a real a, a real good feeling for him too, and a, and a little bit of redemption for him too. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Yep, absolutely. I know he's he's proud right now. I know he's he's feeling good, and hopefully it can carry on. Cause I I really like I like Syracuse as well. I do, and I like Coach Beheim, and and I'd love I to see this guy. Uh, I'd love to see this guy even win another national championship. I don't think he's won since uh, Carmelo Anthony won the championship his freshman year and his last year in college. But for him to win that national championship and walk out of there and retire and say, hey, I did it my way, and y'all can take this job and you know what. You know what I'm saying? And I know he would never say anything like that because he got too much love for their university. Right, too much class. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he's too classy to say or do anything like that. But I would really love to see him go out in style like that. I'm telling you, man. Absolutely. Coach Graham is a wonderful guy. I never met him before, but you, you can pretty much tell and you look at all the players that have come through his program and yep. all the guys that he's he, he has recruited, you know, and you got to say hats off to this guy because uh, because uh, he, he's just such a wonderful guy. He is, man. He, he really is. He really is. Hey, Reggie, man, we got to get out of here. We re- I really appreciate you calling. We got to take a quick commercial break. But, um, hey, man, before you get out, before we get out of here, because I'm, I'm going to hold you here, well, who you who you like for the national championship in basketball? Oh, um, who you like? Is it Florida State, Kansas, Kansas State, Kentucky, West Virginia, Texas Tech, Purdue, Clemson? Man, college, college basketball has been so crazy this year with with the, the way it's flipped. The uh, the uh, the, the rankings have flipped, so it's it's really hard to say. But like I said earlier, I'm pulling. I'm pulling for Coach Hamilton. So Florida State, you got them locked in, I'm, huh? I'm, I'm pulling for Coach Hamilton, and that's simply because of Coach Hamilton. I, feel I you know, by me being a hurricane, and, and and really, quite honest, I I do pull for Florida schools because I live, I've been living in Florida all my life. So whether it be Florida, Florida State, I I just when when, when Miami's not in it, I got to pull for my my state. I feel you. I feel you. I, feel. I, feel. So I like Florida State. This is where I live and pay taxes, and I love the state of Florida. So even though I'm not put, uh, 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 alumni of Florida or Florida State, I, I pull for the state because, you know, I, I just I just pull for guys that are, are local. Exactly. And we love the talent in our state, man. And we hey, we pull it for us all the way. A lot of things we don't pull for them in football, but we definitely always pull it for them in basketball. And I even pull for the Gators in basketball, too, you know, because I, I pull for my state. I really want my state to do well in everything except in football. When we when we rolling them down, baby. Hey, Reggie, we got to take a quick commercial break, man. But don't be a stranger, man. We love it when you call. And thank you so much, brother. Peace and love all the time. Always. Absolutely. Always. Peace. Hey, guys, we'll be back after these messages with more sports information. Your internet flagship station for sports. 
America Sports. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside of the minds of the players and coaches? We'll talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. We'll review and preview the week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific on Voice America Sports. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we're talking pig pursuits. With few season restrictions, generous bag limits, and plenty of opportunities, hunters never tire of burning some bacon. Joining us is Fred Eichler of Predator Nation, Hal Schaefer from Greg Zipidelli's Drop Zone, and Jerry Courtney, VP of Marketing for Ranch Hand. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Eddie on the line. Eddie, what's going on, my brother? What's happening with you, my brother? What's good? Oh, man. You know, I, I try to slow this life I got down sometimes so I can love it just a little bit more. But it won't slow down for me, so I just have to keep up with the pace of life and keep loving it like I can. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, they say the older you get, right, the the, the, the faster time travels on you. <laughs> hey, I can kind of believe that, too. You know, but I ain't, I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. You know, they said they found some clocks that were still running from the from the 1700s, and they were keeping the same time that we have today. So it ain't moving okay. no faster. Are they moving it's no just, faster? It's just we have man so try, much hey, man more. Man trying to speed up time, but guess what man can't never do? Man can't change what God has created and done. Amen. Amen, yeah. my brother. It's just so much, mm-hmm. so much more going on in the world right now. It makes it appear as though time is moving faster. But it's not moving fast. Well, it's just so many things happening. Look, look what's going on in the world of sports. Look what's going on in the world, period. Yeah. All the new contenders, how they got knocked off, you know? That's what I'm saying. You know? Uh, and you look at, look, you look at Miami got beat by Laola Marymount with a last right. shot, last second three-point shot, right? Yeah. And then you look up and... Laola beat Tennessee. 
That could have been Miami. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. If, if, if that shot hadn't been there, Miami could be in a Sweet 16 just that easy. So you know, yeah. hey, it, it's it's and and I and I think sometimes we have we like Reggie was saying earlier, it's 18 people on the bench, but are all 18 of them focused on the same thing, winning, or is somebody on that bench having these thoughts like? I should be out there. Coach don't like me. Or, or does everybody have the same focus on the same thing and playing their part in this puzzle that we call victory? Well, you know, that's something like we can't really answer because, you know what, we're not there at that time, but we have to think back when the time's right, when we had the opportunity right, did we even think about was everybody on the same page? We already knew everybody was on the same page. We didn't even let that thought cross our mind if we was on the same page. Because we had already brought into being champions. We had already brought into being that what was sold to us, that we would be champions. You know what I mean? And it's about the coach himself and the team that buys into the mission or the course that the coach has put before them. You're right, Eddie. And Eddie's, Eddie's speaking of the 1983 National Championship, which he was a starting safety on that team, and I was a third-string running back and first-string on the kickoff return, though. Believe that. But anyway, but uh, I was a true, I was a red-shirt freshman that year. And, uh, Eddie, you're right. We all had a, had a desire to be champions, and we all played our role, and we knew what our role was. And when you, we, we knew that if you had a chance to cross those white lines and be a part of the game, you gave it 110% every play. You know, so I, I, I know I know what you mean when you said we didn't – it wasn't a question about it when we won our championship in 1983. Exactly. My thing is that, guess what? We were seeing that at the time that y'all was freshmen, but guess what never crossed our mind? It never crossed our mind. We never had doubt that y'all were on the same page that we was on. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that goes to show you, right, like, look at North Carolina. You know what I mean? I hate to see uh, I had one of the greatest players. Well, I won't say he was one of the greatest players ever played for me. You understand? And he was a leader. And just like I heard you and Reggie talk about earlier that um, you wish that Syracuse coach go ahead on and win it and go out on top. I feel like Joe Barry should have did that last year. You know what I mean? But he came back for a senior year. And he believed that they could come back and, and, and repeat. But, you know, it's hard to repeat. You know what I mean? It is. It that, is. The accomplish that goal at that level, bro, it's like it ain't going to happen like that no more. You know what I mean? You, you have those two repeats and three repeats. I don't think we're going to see that. Again, in our time, do you? I don't. I don't think we will, um, uh, Eddie. I, I just don't think, we'll, especially in basketball. Now we've seen exactly. that done in football, and we've seen it yeah, done in baseball, maybe, but, but we just won't see definitely. that in basketball because it's too much. It's too, it's really too much one and done in basketball exactly. players, and and the elite players are not. Some of them are actually even bypassing college and going to make money in, in Europe and other countries and then coming back to the NBA. So I, I don't I don't think we'll ever see that in um in college basketball where we see one team um 
win a national championship three times in a row, or eight, not even three in five years. I don't think we'll see anything like that. And then it all depends on the time of team peak. You know what I mean? Because you can look 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 at all, like y'all was talking about earlier, look at Michigan. Whoever thought Michigan would miss their last 17 shots, bro? They was killing them on the boards. Yeah. They missed 17 shots, bro, in the fourth, in the fourth quarter. They couldn't even buy a basket. And one. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so, that's what know, I'm talking it goes, about. It, it goes to show you, right, in basketball, right, it can, it can happen on any given day. So, I watched the game with Baylor. I watched them with Baylor, right, and Mississippi State. Baylor, uh, Mississippi State was up on Baylor in the NIT uh, tournament. Mississippi State was up 20 points in the first half. Baylor come back, right, over a 20-point deficit, right, and went up, right, about seven points, right, with about two minutes left in the game. And who would ever think that Mississippi State would come back and win at the buzz. Just go to show you they won at the buzz. Yep, yep, you're right. You know, and I, and I, I, I refer back to that Miami game again, man. No time on the clock. Three, the three pointer, and it was an ugly exactly. three point shot too. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> By fresh, you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Yeah. You know, you're by fresh, yeah. so. Eddie, just never know, man. You just really never know. Hey, before before we let you get out of here, Eddie, I want to ask you one question about this uh, about the about the uh, NBA. You know, Tyrone Tyron Lou, uh, he stepped down from the um, coaching duties for the uh, for the Cavaliers today, and they say he could be out maybe uh, eight games or maybe eight days. They they don't really know. Um, they haven't really came out with what the illness is that he's dealing with or what he's dealing with or why he's stepping down. Uh, you think this have anything to do with LeBron James? You know what? We don't know what it got to do with, but we already know, right, the pressure behind whatever it got to do with. It had a choice between his family and his decision. You know what I mean? To make right. that, that choice because, you know what I mean? That's his real life. That's the way he eats. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And LeBron being the player that he is and the dynamics of what they're working with, you never know what kind of powers, right, or what kind of um, impact that he had on the coaching decision or what. You know what I mean? Right. It's hard to determine that. And the reason I say that, and I'm going to say this right quick, right? Um, I had a friend, right, that was running for city commission, right? And listen, they was in the look. They, they they made it to the finals, right? And they was leading it, so they had to have a runoff, right? And she was leading the runoff, and it was just 10 days. She stepped down today. Couldn't even believe it. Don't know I don't know why. You understand? So yeah, you right. never know. We, we never, never know. know what the di- yeah, we never we, know what the dynamic we never know. behind that. We so, never know. And, and we and we, we never, never know. know. And, and I just never I hope Tyron Lue comes back quickly. I really do. I like him as a I liked him as a player. I thought he was oh, doing a, a nice job like with the Cavaliers. But 
I yeah. know whatever decision he made, right? You know, when he put his family first, and and, and he more about his family than anything. So, a lot of times those decisions are based upon, you know, what I mean the future of your family, how your family going to eat. I, I I agree with you, Eddie, and and your health yeah. has a lot to do with it too. You know, it really yeah, does. You, you know, what I mean, cause sometimes, right? Man, look, a lot of times we don't even know, man. We don't, we don't even know. You know, we don't sometimes, know. Right? We, we we just don't know, and nope. I can't even really answer that one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can't. Yep. It's hard to even answer that one because guess what? We don't know his status. Like you said, we don't know his health status. We don't know the the uh, full philosophy of that and what what's surrounding that to make that occur. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Well, we, Eddie, we got Damon. We got Damon waiting up on deck, man. We want to try to get the info. Man, that's a blessing, man. I love you, my brother. Oh Look, man, as always, brother. Look, much Kane's love. Canes for life, brother. Canes for life. Canes for life. Right. Can't wait for the season to get started. I see it in Miami down there on second weekend in April. We always down there on second weekend in April, okay. seeing what the upcoming Hurricanes going to do this season. <laughs> Much love, Eddie. Thanks for calling, man. Don't be a stranger. Hey, Damon, what's going on, my brother? Yeah. Damon, what's happening with you? Not much. Just trying to hang in there and maintain. Hey, man, I'm glad you're hanging in there, Damon. Don't let go, because you just never know what's down there, man. You know what I mean? Hang in. Hang in there. Hang in, Hang up Hang up here with me. You understand what I'm saying? No yep. problem. Hey, buddy, uh, what you think about this NCAA uh, tournament, March Madness? I see your boys, Florida State, they all up in it, in the Sweet 16, representing our state of Florida. You see me, I'm, I'm sort of pulling for them a little bit. But representing the state of Florida in the NCAA March Madness tournament, what you, what's happening, Damon? Well, well, see, you know, everybody, uh, they doubted them because they were getting blown out in the first half. But, you know, they got together. Matter of fact, in the last few minutes of the game, they 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 ran up their, their their style of ball. Yeah, they did. They really did. Yep, and I and I like Coach Hamilton, man. You know, we talked about him earlier in the show. He he was at Miami for a while. Yeah, I think he's a good coach. Yeah, he got he got faith in his team. But man, I will tell you what, the point guard, man. He played his heart out, and that that's when that's when your big top guys, top name guys, they they need to shine. Right, they lose to go home. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know that, that's one thing about this March Madness. You know, it's no second chances, man. You either win oh. or you go home. You know, you don't. Hey, you hit, pack your bags and get out of here because the tournament <laughs> is over for you. You know, it's just no. No, no, it's no, uh, it's no, uh, you know how you play at some softball tournaments, it's like uh, double elimination, after yeah. your second, hey, after your first loss, you go into the loser's bracket, no, not in this tournament, in your first loss, you go home, that's yeah, it. In a sense, they go to the loser's bracket, they go home. <laughs> Everybody go to that bracket, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. right, they go to the loser's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right, David. Everybody go to the losers bracket in that tournament, man. Yeah, you're right. I feel you. But I yeah, you but go ahead. A lot of those top top teams, they got they got surprised because um they figured they had the game locked, but then you get these no name teams, they come to play, make a name for themselves. Oh yeah, 
Oh yeah. You know, but when we when we look at at, at the tournament, um, this this well, it actually starts on Thursday, and on Thursday it, it, the Sweet Sixteen starts, and okay. uh, Nevada and Chicago, um, Loyola Chicago play against each other. You know, and um, then Kentucky and Kansas uh, play on Thursday, and Gonzaga and Florida State play on Thursday. On Friday. Kansas and Clemson, Villanova and Virginia, Duke and Syracuse, and Purdue is playing Texas Tech. I really think that Duke and Syracuse game is going to be something very, very interesting. Uh, you know, you, you got Coach Mike Krzyzewski and, um, and Jim Beheim, two legendary coaches. Um, both of them have been there, been at their programs over 20 years so I, I just think this is gonna that's gonna be a real good matchup, um, man. The basketball knowledge between those two guys is just got to be phenomenal. So <laughs> that's gonna, be, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. Hey, Damon, I want you to hold through the break, man. We're gonna take a quick commercial break, and when we get back, Damon, I want to talk a little bit about the NBA, a little bit about free agency, and. We're going to talk a little bit about what's happening down there in Florida State in that spring football. Hey, guys, we'll be back with more sports information on voiceamerica.com. Peace. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside of the minds of the players and coaches? We'll talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. We'll review and preview the week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Sports. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we're talking pig pursuits. With few season restrictions, generous bag limits, and plenty of opportunities, hunters never tire of burning some bacon. Joining us is Fred Eichler of Predator Nation, Hal Schaefer from Greg Zipidelli's Drop Zone, and Jerry Courtney, VP of Marketing for Ranch Hand. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. 
That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Damon on the line. And anybody else who want to join us, call in number is 888-346-9144. 888-346-9144. Hey, Damon, you know, uh, let's talk a little bit about this um, about this Florida State football. You know, uh, we were talking, I was doing a little research about Florida State earlier, and uh, this guy Blackman appears to have the, the edge at the quarterback position coming into this season. Uh, how you feel about that? You think Francois is going to you know, play behind him, going to transfer, or what you think is going to happen with this? Because Francois got to have at least two more years of uh, eligibility left. Yeah, see, I, I think he, he will be um, supportive of, of him, but um, he also knows the competition. And who knows, maybe he might thrive in that competition. But, you know, Blackman's got a... Uh, He's got a big arm, but accuracy has been some of his uh, nemesis at times. And, and and you're right. I think his big arm has been a problem for him at times. He has not been able to uh, corral that big arm or control his the speed of some of the passes that he's thrown. But I think that's that that could be that. Um, that sophomore move that, you know, that step up in your sophomore year, you put a little bit more touch on the ball. You have a little bit more confidence in your offensive line. And Lord knows he need to have a little bit more confidence in that offensive line. And I think Taggart is going to make sure of that this year. So uh, I, 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 could, I could see where, uh, where Blackman looked at a lot of film from last year and saw where he made a lot of mistakes as a true freshman and corrected some of those mistakes in his mind that's still going to really carry over onto the field in in uh, in this year's spring practice. So uh, I could see where he would have an advantage, have a have the lead at, at, at taking on the starting job this year. See, if he can control the touch passes to his running backs, he can be on the field. But Francois got he's got a lot of that covered too. But it's all about who wants it more, who, who can lead the team for on and off field issues. And that's what the coaches are looking for. Oh, without, without a doubt. You know, and this kid, uh, Cam Akers, another true freshman last year, um, you know he's only going to get better this year. And and later in the season, he really started running like a veteran. Uh, sometimes early in the season, he seemed like he was just running up into a pile of people and because he was so strong, he'd get two or three yards. But he really started using his vision and cutting lot, cutting outside, lateral movement a lot better later, later in the season. I think he's going to be a real asset to this team if he doesn't get too big because he's not a very tall guy and he just can't right. get too big. You know, it, I can see this guy easily being 240 pounds eating at that training table in Tallahassee. You know, come on, man. He got a really good... He's another Jack Reyes Patrick. He did the yeah. same thing. Now look at him. Yeah. He blew up, but he more like a, like, uh, I guess probably a third down back. But yeah. I can tell you why the mistakes he made. Well, it wasn't mistakes, you know, but that's just like a... He's used to running through people in high school. Now everybody is bigger. He got to fit, he had to figure it out. So and they move a little bit faster. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they they definitely move a, a little bit faster. You're right, they move a little faster, David. But I, I think Florida State is going um, 
it, you know, I think they they have a little rebuilding to do. Even though um, even, even though they were just playing in the in the final four a couple of years ago, I still think they have a little rebuilding to do because Jimbo Fisher didn't he didn't leave this team. He didn't leave. He left this team for a reason. You understand what I'm saying? Because if he, he if he thought this team was a, a a true championship team, I think he would have stayed. Even though Jimbo had some issues in in Tallahassee, and some some personal things going on in his life in Tallahassee, and maybe that was the reason he left. And and maybe he did leave um, Coach Taggart with a program that's set to win a, a national championship. What you think? Um, some of that's true, but. You, if you look at the caliber of players uh, Taggart's bringing in, I, I said now, you know, it, it can be a, a championship caliber team, but it remains to be seen. It's just on paper right now. But until until they get that game, first few games under that belt, you won't know. You're right. You're right. We won't know. Yep. Hey, Damon, thanks for calling, man. Don't be a stranger, man. We're here every Monday night talking sports on the Sports Info UM radio show, voiceamerica.com. All right. Thanks for having me. Hey, always, my brother. Always. Hey, Josh, we got Vince on the line. Vince, <laughs> what's happening? Yeah, I'm just hanging out with some of the boys down here in Lauderdale. What's happening? Man, how for look at they doing, man? I think it's going on down there. Man, man. A lot of them jamming down. I know a lot of them always jamming. They had a jam concert yesterday down here last all weekend. It was jumping. And it was St. Patrick's Day. I bet them green bottles would turn it up up and down all day long in Fort Lickadale. Them green bottles were going off yesterday on Saturday on on, on St. Patrick's Day. They say, um, Chaco, they say she just got so drunk on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> they say she had her ball of gin and uncle. That's right. Hey, well, you know, I'm going to tell you something, man. Hold on. Let's get some things straight here now. You know, when, when, you, get, when you get to be Chaco Khan's age, you can, you can walk on stage with a gallon of liquor. It don't matter. You can do what you want to do. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, um, there. Yeah. I, you know, I was one of the greatest players ever played for uh, John Taylor. Oh, Look yeah. Who you was know, that? Let me let you speak to him. What's going on? Hello, Jay. You don't want to say hi to Hey, how you doing, bro? Hey, what's happening, my man? Introduce yourself to the world. You on Sports Info, Sports Info, UM, VoiceAmerica.com. Introduce yourself to the world. Hey, uh, his phone is breaking up, man. I can't hardly understand you. Hey, you're, you on Sports Info? What's your name now? I play for Cheney. Oh, you play for Coach Cheney. Don Cheney. Yeah, and you John are? He, 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 yeah, he recruited me in 79. All right. And your name? Uh, Leonard Goggins. Leonard Goggins. All right. And Leonard, so um, how was Coach Cheney? Was he was he as mean as he as he appeared when he wanted to fight that dude from uh, from uh, Princeton at one Clarion. time? Clarion. He, yeah, he, he, Cheney, that was a great guy, man. He, he's a... I really learned a lot from him. He was just like a father figure to me. John Cheney is a great person, man. 
Interesting story you got about Coach Don Chaney when you played at uh, at Temple. No, I was at Chaney. At Chaney, I mean. Yeah. Well, um, getting to practice, being late, getting paddled. <laughs> getting paddled. Yeah, he, he, he was he was very strict about practice. So we we got up early in the morning, five six in the morning. We have. Sometimes we have double practice. Sometimes we have triple practices. So it, it was really a get down to business thing with him. Now let me ask you one more time now, before we get out of here. We only got four minutes before we get out of here. But you say y'all were actually get a paddle from the coach but, for man, being late to practice. Coach will whip your tail if you late. <laughs> wow. That's interesting, man. That's interesting. Hey, so let me ask yeah. a question. Now, when, when back then, y'all was on scholarship just like everybody else. What did your What did your scholarship consist of? Well, it was uh, consist of um, me getting a job there, getting paid while I um, go to school, and all my school is paid for. Right. You, you know how, how black schools were, man. You, you had to go get NDSLs. And uh, the basic loan to you know to stay at school or whatever. Right. The scholarships. Right. The scholarships for a black school wasn't uh, meaning that it was a Division two school as training. Right. You you didn't get the stuff you got from the, the particular white schools. The free ride, the cars and stuff, and you, you know they, they they didn't do none of that. They, we had to play by the books. Right. I feel you, man. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey uh, and, and, and you went to Cheney State, huh? What was your coach name? John Cheney. Don Cheney. Yep. Hey, man, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing that story with us. I had never heard of a, and I guess I need to ask somebody, some of these older guys I know, that went to college back in the 70s at South Carolina State and some of these other colleges about getting paddled for being late to practice. Yeah. Or, or, and I guess that was a form of discipline back then from a coach's perspective. Yeah. Yeah, wow! I I I'd never known a coach to paddle a uh, paddle an athlete before until you just brought that to my attention, well, man. Well, I, I didn't mean to spray that, and that's supposed to no. stay the secret. You no, know what I'm that's what we hear yeah, about, I man. Know. We we here on the sports info you and radio show to spread rumors and dig up secrets, man. That's what we do here. Yeah. 
We spread rumors and dig up secrets. You understand? You got any rumors you want to spread about the dolphin? While we talking about talking about sports, we only got a minute before we get out of here. I'll tell you. Let's let's start a rumor for the dolphin. Um, 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 Robert Griffin gonna start for the dolphin. He already in camp down there in uh in Davie. Robert Griffin at the dolphin camp already. Okay, okay. Let me stop you right there. I'm not a dolphin fan. I don't like the dolphins. They prejudice. One thing, and uh, they, they're not gonna win. They're not gonna win. I feel you. Hey, my yeah. brother, what's your name one more time before we get out of here? Uh, Leonard Goggins. Leonard Goggins. Leonard, man, don't be a stranger. Get our information from Vince. Call us every Monday night. We'd like to hear some more of these stories about Cheney, man. And it ain't got okay. anything. Like, we really would like to hear more stories about this, about a black hey, college. He's a wonderful man. He's seven. a great man. John Cheney is one of the greatest mans I knew. Right. And I'm glad God put him in my life. Thanks, Leonard. We appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Hey, guys, we got to get out of here because we've had a great show this week. A whole lot of fun talking about sports, talking to Leonard, talking to Reggie, talking to Eddie, and me blabbing my mouth about sports. And hey, guys, you know, today has been a great day in the world of sports, but it's also been a sad day in my world, too. One of my best friends lost his wife. Uh, Willie, we're praying for you. And Camille, we're going to miss you. God bless everybody. We'll talk to you more next week about the world of sports on the Sports Info UM radio show, voiceamerica.com. Peace. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.